Prediction No Production Podcast. I'm Jared Floyd. I'm Walker Snowden. And uh, today, uh, episode seven. Lucky number seven. No snake eyes. No snake eyes. And uh, talking about uh, severe weather operations. And uh, then we'll get into a a no production topic after that. But, uh, you know, severe weather operations, something you really haven't had to deal with yet. Yeah, for a number of reasons. Number one, just new into the field, lack of experience. And uh, number two, the atmosphere not cooperating with that fact, not wanting to give me that experience just yet. Not no yet. complaints, but, you know, it is what it is. You'll get there. Yeah. And, uh, no, and, not and, and so we had a, a viewer send us a message, and they were like, how do you know who works when mm-hmm. during severe weather? Uh, and, and there's not a lot of secrets. when it, It's not like, oh, we don't want our, our competition to know what our secrets are here. <laughs> there's not a whole lot to it. it yeah, it's, it's not like it's, a secret playbook or like something, you know what I mean? And to be honest with you, to answer the question in its entirety very, very quickly, there is no rhyme or reason. I, like, mm-hmm. like there isn't a set schedule of, you know, this person works then and this person works then and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. It, it doesn't, it's just... It doesn't work that way. Um, every severe weather episode is different. We've even had a like a weather workshop, if you will, that, mm-hmm. that we were talking about the fact that not every severe weather episode is different, and everybody just kind of needs to be available as much as they possibly can be when breaking weather becomes the top story. That's fair. It's not bad. Yeah. So, uh, so in in many instances, you know, a lot of. Uh, you know, between you and Lexi and mm. and Brianna and I, we, we we'll sit there and discuss things and out ahead of time. And which again, since you and Brianna have been here, you really haven't had a lot to talk about. Lexi and I have have worked severe weather episodes together, but we it, haven't had to. Right, and I guess it's it's also just a good point just to get out of the way. There are two main meteorologist positions at the station. Like two main, yeah, and they're based. The severe weather coverage is based on that. Would you say that's a fair statement? Well, yeah, because you know, there's there's mornings and nights. Like mm-hmm. the, I wouldn't even say there's two meteorolo- main meteorologist positions. I would say there's two shifts, right? To right. to newscasts in general, whether mm-hmm. it be sports news, weather. You know, you either work mornings or nights, and then everybody else kind of fills in in between. You know, mm. there's not a lot of day side people that work nine to five right. in television. And so we have four team members, but there's only like two slotted, like if that makes sense. Right, right. So so a lot of it's based on, okay, Lexi usually works roughly from 2 a.m. to 10 or 11 a.m. Mm. And our shift is typically, you know, from 2 p.m. to 10.30 or 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, if you were to work severe weather, you would probably stretch our shift out to to midnight. Okay. Or in in, in many instances, and I've told I've told you all this before, our our shift usually stretches out two to two, two to two. So we would work two p.m. to two a.m. Mm. We would expect Lexi in at two a.m. and then work to two p.m. until we get in. But sometimes. It's easier for us to work until midnight, have Lexi come in at midnight, and mm-hmm. then us relieve her at noon and go 12 to 12. So everything's just plays and it is just based depends. off of who worked last. 
and and, who's currently supposed to schedule to work day of the week. And also on that note, none of that really matters at the end of the day when it comes to your chief meteorologist is expected to be. If if, if we have an if we have a, a a high risk severe weather day, I'm expected to be at the station simply because that's that I'm the chief meteorologist. That's that's why yeah. I have the position that I have is to direct weather operations during breaking weather events. It's in your job discrepancy. Correct. On on contract on paper. Yes, yeah. So th- so that's my job, and and. and yeah, there are many instances where either A, I can't be there, or B, I delegate to you guys. And, and it's either, because either A, you guys are completely capable of doing it yourself, or and or B, I'm not available to be there during that time. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so there, there are a lot of instances where I go, hey, you know, you haven't had to do it to you guys yet because you haven't worked a whole lot. Right. Uh, of severe weather events, and, and but there are many instances. You know, our Rustin tornado. Um, you know, you know, Reed and Brian worked that one um, by really? themselves, and it's because I had a a roof, uh, um, a hole in my roof at my house because of a previous severe weather event, and I had a tarp on my roof. Wow. Okay. And so I did a lot of severe weather operations from home. I helped them on severe on social and all that stuff. But I pretty much told them, hey, you guys have the on-air part. I, I've got to stay here and make sure that, you know, this tarp doesn't wander off. And, and if the tarp wanders off, then I've got a completely different set of problems on my hands. So Yeah, so that makes sense, too, because there's been a couple of times where you've been out of town. Yeah. But most of which has been quiet. Yeah, haven't you had can't, anything to worry about anything. You can't physically be here for every weather event. Mm-hmm. I've had uh, a weather events where I've gotten off of a cruise ship and had a winter weather advisory. Right after that, or 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 I have um, wandered back in from, you know, or or I've had to cancel vacations because of tropical events or severe weather events, things of that nature. So it's experience, and obviously your role at the station that plays a part in it. Yeah, the time of day, so just either morning or night. Also, day of the week, because I mean sometimes, you know, it's if it's I don't know, you can decide the day so to speak, like like if it's weekend or morning or something, you know what I mean? Right. Kind of get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it just depends. Like, it, it's a heck of a lot easier for us to, to fully staff something in the middle of the afternoon on a Wednesday. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Than it is to try to staff something. Because here's the other thing, and this is something that we need to talk more about in a later episode. Right. The motto. Correct. It's not just weather people that work during these severe weather events. And and folks go, oh, thank you so much for our help, uh, your help, and thank you for keeping us informed and keeping you updated. And you know what? You're welcome. And we love doing it. We love informing you. We love helping you. But it's not just us. No, we're just the face of it. It's a bigger... Correct. And that's the unfortunate side of yeah. it is because you've got so many folks in in the production side of things that have worked so many nights. I had to call Cody in the middle of, um, this was what, a Saturday morning? or No, it was a Sunday morning mm, at like it, it, 4 a.m. Hey, man, we've got a tornado watch. Can you come in just in case we need to cut in? And he, I'll wait, I call him. He wakes up. Yeah, I'll be there in a few minutes. And, and, and I've had so many show directors and production supervisors in the last 15 years that are so willing to do that. And that's that's part of the job that they don't get thanked for. 
and they should. Mm, because they don't get the, the public thanks for it, obviously, because they're not on camera. No. But if, for those that aren't familiar with who Cody is, Cody is one of our, he's our main production guy. And so nine times out of ten, you know, we're in front of the camera, he's behind the camera. And that's almost every yep. newscast throughout the week. So. Yep. And so he's, he, he's responsible for putting on television what happens. Uh, and, and so you've got Cody and you've got Jonathan and, and, and I'm not gonna yeah we got know, go team, and but... jump into all their names but you know Jonathan was our production supervisor for a long time and he's kind of bounced through a bunch of different um, departments within the station and, and, and these directors they like I said we we can't get on television without them yeah you know and, and they're the responsible for punching up the audio board and punching up you know yeah, making sure that we're in on an audible on television and you know, make sure that you can actually see what computer we're looking at because we have two Correct. different computers. We're switching between the two of them. Yeah, and so we'll call out to them and ask them to do all that stuff. So, you know, it's one of those things that, um, you know, they, they do a great job and, and they get none of the credit, and mm-hmm. they should because they're um, way better at their job than we are. That's right. And on that note, um, as we get into our second segment, we, we do severe weather a lot. You've had a, a severe weather threat. Right. That didn't really pan out to to happen, and 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 any nothing really happened, and, mm-hmm. and so on that note, we all went and crashed after the fact with a crash meal. Yeah, we did the crash meal, and so we're, we're going to talk about crash meals after after the after this. It's and, a fun topic. And, yeah, and and where what do you where do you go, and what is your crash meal? when given the opportunity. So we'll talk about that in the uh, next segment. You're listening to the All Prediction, No Production podcast. A reminder that all episodes of the All Prediction, No Production podcast can be found on Arklamis Weather Extra. There you can also find the latest in agricultural news, today's forecast, web exclusives, learn a little bit more with Weather 101, check out the camera network, also submit your pet for Furcast. All of that on myarklamis.com slash extra. And also don't forget to download the KTVE KARD weather app. That's available on iTunes and Google Play. segment two of the all prediction no production podcast we were talking about this earlier during severe weather episodes and i've had a lot more of these than you have on a professional side right so so this is going to kind of jump into um you know crash meals in general um what what if if you if you studied for a big final if you had a big like a big swim meet or something yeah if you had a big family event and that that was emotionally draining Family reunions—they can be exhausting. You know, <laughs> I understand. if anything, ha- if you have a big thing that you've had to prepare and plan for, what is your crash meal after the fact? It can be something as simple as you know, grilled cheese and tomato soup. You know, what 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 is what is your comfort? A lot of folks will run through a drive-through of their favorite choice. Mm-hmm. Um, folks, some folks will want ice cream. You know, for me, it's always been since i've worked in this professional manner since if for folks that don't know where we work um i work we, we were we work down um uh, in west monroe right across the street from the i Hamilton expo center mm-hmm. and there are three waffle houses within 
I would say, a stone's throw of the television station. Yeah, there is. So Waffle House is my go-to jam. Two of which are on opposite sides of the highway. Of the the same, and and on the same road. Yeah. (laughs) So that said, you know, what is your crash meal? Is it, is it, a specific place is it a specific thing so you said waffle house and i agree i think that's a stellar choice and i have that as we one have of my a, choices we have a denny's now yeah okay I'm not, i never and grew up I, with denny's i was a, a i grew up on denny's and i was a big we also and let me tell you this it disappeared but all right so do you know where the at&t place is on thomas road yeah, I think I know around okay, about where so it is. Okay, so it's kind of sandwiched between like the Taco Bell and yeah, like... Yeah, exactly where it is. Okay. That used to be a Shoney's. Oh, okay. I'm familiar, but never Shoney's actually Shoney's used to have like a four ninety nine breakfast buffet when I was in college. Whoa. And you could just go there and pay like five bucks with a drink and just go ham on ham. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Bacon, hash browns. That's Belgian pretty cool. Waffles. Yeah, I've never been in a Shoney's. Dude, it was it was legit. I never went to that many buffet places just in general. Growing well, and, up, but. and so we have the uh, Golden Corral, which went out of business. It opened yeah. it opened here right after the right before the pandemic, that and then help. immediately closed right after the. Pandemic. Yeah, but we were. I was never a big Golden Corral guy. We were like mm. Shoney's breakfast buffet. Um, I was a CC's pizza guy. We oh, with huge! A, and we CeCe's used to have a CC's in here in West Monroe. We I used to feed my son off that when man. He was, we used to have one in, young. where I grew up in Tallahassee, Florida. Oh my gosh! We actually in elementary school you would have what's called accelerated reading. Yep. You would take reading tests based on books, and but if you pe- scored, but the car got faster and faster and faster. No, not, not even just reading. that. Uh, oh. Like you that would was read a, a book. What? Yeah, I, I got the, I got the joke. Okay. But there was actually something like that. It was called fast math. I'm not going to lie. Well, I was a math Olympiad. <laughs> what does that mean? It means you're just really good at math. Oh, okay. All right, go on. Uh, I kind of forgot what story that I was talking about. Okay, okay, I got accelerated yeah, reading. Accelerated reading. So you, you, you read the book, yep. you take a test, you get okay. points if you did good on the test. Okay. And so if you did really good and got a certain number of points, they would send you on a pizza party if okay. you read books. And right CC's on. was our elementary school's place to go. So they would send you, you were like a third grader. You'd read just a bunch of books, and they would put you and other third graders on a limousine to CC's what? for the day, and that's all you did. What, did you ever do Book It? No, I'm not familiar with that. Okay, all right. So apparently, um, you, that was like the C, the, whatever that was. Yeah, which CC's. was way cooler than Book It. Oh yeah, I don't even know what book they called it, that. It was just like book, a pizza party. the Book It program was basically a program that was set up between Pizza Hut. And your local school. And it basically gimmicked you into reading like 460 books mm-hmm. for one personal pan pizza. Really? That's... Like, and you worked so hard wow. for that one free. But let me tell you what. <laughs> that personal pan yeah. pizza hit different. Hit like the spot? Yeah. Can you hear the cat? I can hear the cat. She's yeah. she's going nuts That's right awesome. now because she cannot come in here and listen to the podcast. <laughs> oh well, yeah, and, and but yeah, that we used to work so hard for that one personal pan pizza, mm-hmm. and, and that was our thing. No, that was not our thing. But I wouldn't say that buffet is my crash thing. I wouldn't say that that's what it is. So no Golden Corral, no CCs. I mean, I can enjoy a buffet, but crash meals. Is it so, Waffle House? I would say Waffle House, but there is one around here. 
we but I didn't grow up with the Canes, so I did, Zaxby's was my crash thing. That was like my go-to meal so, after so doing something important. You, you had Zaxby's. Zaxby's. We didn't have a Canes. Okay. Or Slim Chickens. We only had Zaxby's, and so you know how like the Canes and Zaxby's sauce is pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. They're the, they're pretty similar. If you had them both, if you you think you can taste the difference blindfolded Zaxby's and Canes? I, I think I could. You know, maybe we'll do that one day, just okay. as like a I'm little fu- sure side bet. I'm pretty sure I could. I don't think you could. I think I could. I think I could, but I don't think and you I could. And I will say they both are delicious in their own right. I think they're the same sauce. I don't think they are. I think they're the same sauce. Do you really? You they're pretty close. think that Zaxby's sauce. And cane sauce is practically I the same. I think you're wrong. I think it's the difference between Heinz and, and uh, Hunt. Ketchup. Oh, there's a big difference. Yeah, there's yeah, but it's like they're both ketchup. You know what I mean? I think. Mm, I don't know, man. I might be starting wars here. Yeah, this is you. Still, you kicked over <laughs> a hornet's nest. I don't know about so this. Zaxby's, but I also like waffles. I like your answer too. It's it's not bad. Well, and that's the thing is, I grew up. I grew up more of a like a like a Denny's guy. Yeah, I see. Yeah, like I said, like Denny's was our jam. But it's because we didn't grow up next to a Waffle House. I had my my roommate in college was a Huddle House short order, oh. short order cook when he was you know like making his way. Huddle House. So Huddle House was his thing. Yeah, I know people that like Huddle House. You know, they'll swear by it. Yeah, and we I think we still have a, a Huddle House on the second Calhoun exit. Man, I grew I up with to, so many I Waffle Houses. To, but Waffle House is my jam. That's pretty good. Solid yeah, choice. The bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. And then I would get hash browns, scattered, smothered, peppered, and topped, mm-hmm. which is cheese, onions, jalapenos, and chili. Because mm-hmm. I love their chili. Wow. So that that was that was my jam. See, I've always just it's the Walker Special. That's what my friends know it as because it's the same thing every time. Two chocolate chip waffles smothered in butter and syrup. There's nothing it. wrong with that. That's a winner. Yeah. And I'm a big pecan waffle guy. Yeah. Wow. Like huge pecan waffle. And guy. I grew up with my grandmother's biscuits and gravy. And obviously it's not as good, but Waffle House biscuits and gravy is still also, pretty solid. Also, and, and if I, if you want to branch off from that, um, uh, like I said, Whataburger biscuits and gravy are legit. Yeah, um, kind agree. of come down from severe weather and you need something to eat real quick and it'll stick on your ribs. That's one. Um, I'll tell you another one that that is solid is anything like a good pancake like or French toast dish from IHOP mm-hmm. is also solid that time. Denny's solid, um, but it's easier it's easy for us to get to an uh, to a Waffle House yeah um, during during severe weather and they're so, always open too. You can always count on a yeah. Waffle House to be open. Yeah, and, and <laughs> so they're they're I, I'll, I'll tell you this much. Um, and, and this is kind of a, a flashback to to a different time, but um, March of 2016, we had these monster floods, and I've told you about them. I've I've, I've mm. went through these stories, but the the same Waffle House we went to a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, I showed up at that Waffle House and watched it rain for. This is before I'm. Well, it's yeah, it's before I met my wife. Uh, no, it was I had met my wife, but we we were just dating. And she was still living in Baton, Baton Rouge. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just remember sitting at that Waffle House at like 3 o'clock in the morning and being like, okay, 
I'm going to go to my car and go home when the rain stops. And sitting there drinking decaf coffee for like <laughs> nice, two hours and going, it's never going to stop. And, and, and that was when I was in, that was the first day of these three or four day floods that extended out for weeks after the fact. And I have a couple I, distinct memories at a Waffle House, so and I, I can appreciate and, it. And I remember thinking like, this is one of these, t- do you ever have a memory where it hits you that this is something that you're going to remember for the rest of your life? Sometimes, yeah. This this was one of those memories, was, was the March 2016 floods, watching the rain come down in sheets sheets and sheets and sheets of rainfall and thinking it's never going to stop raining and and, and this was eight to nine inches into a 24 inch rain event and Mm -hmm. thinking this is going to be something i will never forget for the rest of my life or or my career And, and that was that's what that was and just seeing the numbers from it that you showed me i can understand why staggering i mean i mean for and for something that was a synoptically driven, it wasn't what it wasn't a tropical system. It wasn't you know it was it was a synoptically driven stalled front, subtropical jet just pumping moisture over the stalled mm-hmm. front for four days, and and just thinking this is this is never going to go away. And, and and I remember at one point in day two or three thinking it's never going to stop raining. Like it's almost like. Kind like of like Noah's water, Ark, like, like like water torture. Like yeah. you're, you're sitting there going, "It's never going to stop. This is yeah. it. This is the, it's never going to end." It's like and, I feel like you like some of those interstellar planets, yeah. something like that. Something's going on, just won't stop raining. It's raining so much that you feel like you're on another planet. It was it and was the house was open through all of it. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Well, and that was the um. That's the other thing about Waffle House is they get the um. They get the credit for like um. You know something's really bad if Waffle House, House is closed. closed. Yep. Like it, it, it's it's a completely different beast if Waffle House is closed. Um, I, you know, other than that, like I I love my donut shops. Mm. Um, I I will I will find a donut shop. We don't have Dunkin' Donuts here. We we used to have Shipley's. Shipley's was my jam. Oh yeah, um, I'm not familiar. But you know, we have we have a lot of our local donut places. I've had that, a lot of them. They're pretty good, uh, solid. You know, and, and so those those are a thing. I'm always a like a McDonald's sausage biscuit, you know, bacon egg and cheese biscuit Love guy. A griddle. Or or McGriddle. Uh, yeah, so good. Or or, or like bacon a, egg and cheese McGriddle. If 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 it's open enough, if if I stay awake late enough and I can get a chicken biscuit from Chick Fil A, like I'm like okay. Yeah, it's gonna be a good day. Mm-hmm. Like even even if I'm just now going to bed. Yeah, you know. pre-pandemic, whenever McDonald's did the all-day breakfast. Yeah, that was like a that was a thing. That was a time to be alive, right? Yeah, there. honestly, because I would get McGriddles at eleven, twelve, one a.m. in the morning. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. And they did it where it was like two for five. Yeah. So I had two for five McGriddles. Absolutely. This that's is a, up in Oswego. That's in a winner, man. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I I never. I never took advantage of all the times that I could have gotten a, that I wanted a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit at like four o'clock in the afternoon and couldn't do it. The times that I could do it, I didn't take advantage of it. Mm. And it's one of those situations where I feel like 
Chick-fil-A. And, and I'm telling you, it is 6.54 in the evening as we record this. Yeah, it's not even close to breakfast time. And man, I could go for a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit right now. See, and I can go for some chicken minis. But A, number one, it's a Sunday, so we're recording this it on a, a Sunday, Sunday, so Chick-fil-A's closed. That's correct. And they don't serve all day breakfast, so I'm out of luck anyway. <laughs> they should serve it in the morning. It's simple. We can, we could go into, I could, I could literally do a PowerPoint presentation as to why they should. Breakfast is not the most important meal of the day, but it is the best meal of the day. Uh, On the contrary, we could also do a topic about this. I think breakfast is the most important meal of the entire day. I think it's the most underrated meal of the day. Agreed. Like it's everybody's favorite. You can eat bacon, egg and cheese biscuit or a French toast or breakfast for dinner. Yeah, how many times has breakfast come and saved you at like 5 or 6 p.m. in the evening? Right. You ever had, like, exactly. scramble some eggs up? Boom. Boom. Breakfast. Dinner solved. It's, I feel like I could do an advertisement. I'm on TV right now doing a promo for breakfast. Like, no, it wouldn't even be that. It'd be a public service announcement. Kind of like breakfast. the Got Milk, except Got Breakfast. Yeah, Got Breakfast. It's just, boom, breakfast. Scramble <laughs> eggs. Boom. Eggs. Breakfast. Bacon. Boom. <laughs> English mu- English muffins? Right. Those things are amazing, mm. and they're and they're English. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm actually. I'm. I'm gonna and, rain and, on your and, parade. And 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 I'm not a big English muffin guy. Okay, that doesn't matter. You like a biscuit? Yeah. I, oh, I could. Ooh, biscuits. That's the other thing about breakfast is you can just throw any carb out there. It's true. And Even the just other regular white bread, or or you could just take eggs in any any kind of of nationality. Yeah. And eggs, you're like, okay, okay, we're going to do Eggs Benedict. Boom. We're going to do Huevos Rancheros. Boom. See, you know eggs are so important because it crosses species. Because, like, I just envision a fox going and getting itself an egg. It's like, mmm. This is going to be a great breakfast. Exactly. That's what I mean. I agree. (laughs) It is a cross species. Yeah, it's like, boom, egg. (laughs) This is going to be a great day. There we go. Ostrich egg. Oh man, I've actually quail seen quail egg. Wow, duck egg. You ever seen somebody actually eat an ostrich egg? It's a, it's enormous. Those things are yeah. It's like the I'm, equivalent of like thirty two regular sized chicken eggs. Why do you need that much that much egg? I don't know. It's like a you know best egg delicacy, in the world. They say best egg in the world, and I think all of our listeners would agree. Okay, listening. The Cadbury cream egg. Oh yeah, it's not even a real egg, baby. Yeah, it's just good though. Yeah, it's just delicious. <laughs> and we're getting close to Easter, so it's yeah, kind of are. a winter too. All right, man, you got anything else to add? No, I think that's it. Thank crash, you for watching. Crash, <laughs> crash meals. Um, you know, if you have a favorite crash meal, send it to us. Email us at uh, jfloyd at nbc10news.net or wsnowden at nbc10news.net if you have any ideas mm. on. Or you can go to our website at myarklimits.com slash extra. At the bottom of the homepage, there's a contact us yep. weather team section. And that'll go to the whole team and we can read and, you know, correspond with you guys. Give us more podcasts. Please ideas. do. Please do. Uh, our um, podcast web art is provided by Johnny Pie. Our um, podcast out to music him. is provided by Kyle Simpson. Shout uh, out thank to Kyle. you to both of those gentlemen Absolutely. for um, helping us get this podcast off the ground. And um, thank you to all breakfast and um, late night places for helping us with our, uh, our our crash meals. And thank you to you, the listener. Appreciate you guys. All right, man. Uh, anything else to add? No, that's it. Thank All right. You. Thank you for listening to the All Prediction, No Production podcast. Have a good one. All Prediction, No Production. All Prediction, No Production. All Prediction, No Production. All Prediction, No Production.